Welcome to Conscious Talk, radio that makes a difference. Conscious Talk is brought to you in part by Essential Formulas, distributors of Dr. O'Hara's and Reg Active, now available online as well as in fine health stores. And now I welcome your hosts for the day, Brenda Michaels and Rob Spears. Hey, happy Wednesday, everyone. Welcome to the show. Thanks for uh, tuning in with us today and being present for another great interview with uh, these amazing people that are all over the world doing amazing things in the world. Yeah, we uh, for over 18 years, we've been learning right along with you. And, uh, uh, you know, this has been just quite a trip. But one of the things that we always like to mention is that it's great if we could support those people that are supporting us. And, of course, all of our authors um, we would love it if you buy their books. You know, they go to so much work to bring all of this material to us. But also our friends in particular in um, uh, at Vitamin Life and um, in Redmond. And they, um, they've been doing this free natural health lecture series for years. We've been sponsoring it. They continue to do it. There is one almost every Saturday. That will be true through the month of... November and then in December they have their big women's uh, uh, festival, so to speak. So all of that will be happening in the event section at ConsciousTalk.net. So I want to let all of you know, I posted this on our Facebook yesterday, uh, folks, the highly processed impossible burger that is being, uh, you know, really advertised out there. And they have people saying they're delicious. They taste like real hamburger. And I love the fact that we're moving away from meat, but this is not good. This one is a, it contains a protein, a soy protein that's manufactured from GMO yeast, which comes along with 46 other yeast proteins, all of which are new to our food supply, so they've not been tested on humans, never been consumed by humans, and the safety testing of these possibly very allergenic and toxic proteins was limited to two short terms with rats, 14 days with one group of rats and uh, 28 days with another. They're very concerned about how this is going to affect us, folks, so pay attention to that, and we'll be right back. Welcome to Conscious Talk, radio that makes a difference. Well, coming up this hour on Conscious Talk. So, you know, we make an erroneous amount of decisions every day. And would you believe we make many from fear rather than our own volition? Well, we'll talk to Joseph Beichart, author of The Art of Decision Making, how we move from indecision to smart choices. We think it's decidedly a good move. And now I welcome your hosts for the day, Brenda Michaels and Rob Spears. And thank you, Benny, and welcome, folks, to another hour of Conscious Talk Radio. That makes a difference, and yes, we're making a difference again here today because we bring to you the very best people we know of. People that are making a positive difference in their lives and the lives of others. People that are learning, growing, they're waking up, coming on the show, teaching all of us. And on this show, we learn and grow together, one listener at a time, and that listener is you. Well, our special guest today is Joseph Bickhart, and um, I'm sorry, you know, I I give pronunciations to Benny, and often it's a guess until we actually get to talk to the guest. But his name is Joseph Bickhart. He's a founding partner and director of the international consulting firm Templar Advisors, and for the past 20 years, following a first career in investment banking, he's been uh, he has advised leaders in corporate and public life on their communication and negotiations. Now, through his work with thousands of decision makers, he's created Decisiology, an innovative approach to executive coaching, drawing on his studies over the years. Um, we were drawn to his book, The Art of Decision Making, How We Move from Indecision to Smart Choices. Joseph, welcome to Conscious Talk. Brenda and Rob, thank you so much for having me on your program. I'm honored to be uh, your guest. 
So, we're really curious, Joseph, why someone would write a book about decision making. That's a great question. Uh, there's two answers really to that question. The first one is, you know, when you turn a certain age and you look at your life and you look at what you'd like to achieve, I thought, okay, there's two things at the time I wanted to achieve. One was writing a book, which was a long-held dream, and the other one was um, getting better decisions myself. And a friend of mine said, why don't you write a book about decisions? And I thought, well, brilliant idea. And that got me started. So that's the first answer. <laughs> yeah. uh, the second is, um, as Rob was saying, I, I work with uh, leaders in, in various corporations. And, and, and some of them are great decision makers and I learn a lot from them. And some have challenges with decision making. And, and that's part of the things that I help them with. And you talked about decisiology, and, and, and Rob, I must give you a lot of credit. You're the first person to pronounce it correctly. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, that's, that's what the book is about. Yeah, yeah it, it's, um, it, you know, we, we mispronounce a lot of things, um, you know, being concrete-tongued Americans. Um, <laughs> we know that you're fluent in four languages, so, so which, you know, I, I, I am in awe of, yes. but uh, we often talk about this idea that um, there aren't any bad decisions because, you know, if we can learn from our decisions, I guess we could take that position. But one of the things, when you really think about it, we make so many decisions just every day. Um, if we actually had to run them all through our conscious mind, um, it would be a little bit overwhelming because so many of them are automatic. But what you're talking about is kind of this art of choosing um, which decisions are important. Am I on the right track here? Yes, completely. And, and one great American, Miles Davis, uh, the jazz player, mm -hmm. uh, used to say there is no right or wrong note. Uh, it's the note you play after which makes it right or wrong. Ah. Yeah. And, and I think the same is true of decisions. There, is, there are no right or wrong decisions. It's what you do after. It's how you bounce which really matters. And, and this is, is I mean, if, if we try to make every decision as the best decision of our lives, we get stuck. Because I heard Brenda was talking about a, a burger earlier, a type of burger and food. And, and you know how many decisions we make about food alone in a given day? It's uh -oh. in the hundreds. It's between I two and three it. hundreds. Wow. So it's, 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 it's what should I have? It's how much should I have? When should I have it? And so on and so mm -hmm. forth. Mm -hmm. So this is just about food. Overall, we make about 35,000 decisions in a given day. So we can't be stuck with this con concern about is every decision right? Because, again, there's no such thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> and I think... Um, uh, what I what really attracted me to your book, Joseph, was the art of decision making, because we make automatically so many decisions. I never thought of it as an art, that there's an art form to decision making. That's why I wanted to read your book, so I could learn what that was. Um, but you also talk about this book is about volition. What do mm -hmm. you mean by that? Volition. What do you mean by that? So volition is, is using the power of your will to make decisions. Mm. So you, you often hear it in the expression out of his or her own volition. Mm. And um, so how do we use our will? Uh, how do we connect with our true will to make the decisions that matter to us? And the other way around, the question is also valid, is how do the decisions we make ultimately shape who we are and shape our will? So it's, it's a two-way stream, if you want. Mm. Yeah, and well, it's a difficult, um, you, you know, that's a really interesting um, question because one of the things that we talk about is that most of us are walking around in, in, in a false reality. And what I mean by that, Joseph, is that what we think of ourselves is really a combination of all of the things that we've been told about ourselves by mentors, family, etc., all the things we pick up. And, you know, we are constantly on this search for who we really are. And so 
uh, when you're talking about making decisions from your volition, don't many of us make decisions from actually what we've learned with, rather than our own true volition? Mm, that, that's that's a great, great point. And, you know, the question of who we are, who we truly are, is a question no one will ever be able to answer for themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Jung, uh, the great uh, psychoanalyst, the great Swiss, Swiss psychoanalyst, uh, Carl Jung, used to say that uh, the self uh, is something that's undescribable. You cannot define the self. Uh, so maybe one one way of approaching the self is indeed through the decisions we make and the effect they have on us. Are they good for us? Are they bad for us? What do we learn? How do we change tack? And how do we become a better person as a result? And I think there's two approaches to the outcomes of decisions. One is if you want to swipe under the carpet the decisions that we're not particularly proud of and to leave it in that illusion that all the decisions we make are okay, and the other one is to be very, very uh, objective about the, the, the whole, uh, the sum of the decisions we make and, and grow as a result. It was the French philosopher Albert Camus who, who wrote, we are the sum of the decisions we make. And, and I think we are. We are not just the sum of the decisions we're proud of. Yeah. Um, I, and I also, uh, and I know that you uh, probably agree with this, Joseph, our decision making affects everything everything and everyone. Um, I I don't think there's too small of a decision to make. And what I mean by that, if we're all connected, which I believe we are, then we're like the web of life. And if we hit a string in the web, the whole web vibrates. So our decisions really aren't it would be great if we understood that when we're, especially when we're making more important, greater decisions that, that we know really affect the whole, but even in small decisions, if we stay very small and self-concerned, our decisions are very much rooted in that and things, uh, people, things outside of us have that effect that it wasn't done for the whole, it, it affected the whole, but it wasn't, the whole wasn't considered. And that has to be part of our decision making, doesn't it? Yes, I, I, I agree. I agree, Brenda. Um, there is a, a psychologist called Mihaly Csikszentmihalyi. It's, it's another uh, easy name to pronounce. Uh, <laughs> he used to be actually the head of the psychology department at Chicago University. And, and he wrote a very famous book called Flow and describes how you know, we are at our best, we perform at our best when we are in that state of flow and things happen to us naturally. Mm-hmm. And to build on, on, on the great point that Brenda just made, he says there are two things that stop flow from happening. One is when we are obsessed with what people think of us, will think of us if we do something. He calls, this, he calls it excessive self-consciousness. And the other one is when we, we just want to impress people. Uh, everything we do is with that view of, 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 of getting our own way, if you want, mm-hmm. every single time. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, hold that thought because we're going to come back. We need to run off to a commercial break. When we come back, we're going to continue with Joseph Bicard. The preceding audio was via a Skype call. America, we've got your back for immune health this season. It seems that everyone you know has a cold or the flu. Many health professionals agree that probiotics are the number one natural therapy for boosting immune health at this time of the year. Why are probiotics so good? Because 70% of your body's immune cells reside in the GI tract. By taking a superior probiotic daily like Dr. O'Hara's probiotics, you can enhance your overall immune system. Since its origin over 30 years ago, Dr. O'Hara's probiotics has prided itself on purity in creating the certified vegetarian probiotic supplement free of gluten, allergens, and GMOs. Natural healthy fruits and vegetables are fermented for three years with 12 probiotic strains to create Dr. O'Hara's trademark postbiotic metabolite blend. Discover the Dr. O'Hara difference for yourself this cold and flu season. Dr. O'Hara's probiotics are available online as well as Vitamin Shop, Whole foods, sprouts, and natural health retailers everywhere. Get them today. Mom, can I have some spray? Sure, honey. Thanks, Mom. You know what that is? That's the sound of my child thanking me for giving her something that's actually good for her teeth. 
Spry Gum is part of the Spry Dental Defense System, a complete line of oral care products made with 100% xylitol, the all-natural sweetener with proven dental benefits. So when we're at home, my whole family uses Spry toothpaste and mouthwash to help strengthen our teeth and reduce the risk of tooth decay. And when we're on the go, I just throw some Spry gum and mints right into my bag. My kids love it, and I love that it's all natural. No sugar, no aspartame, or any other chemicals. Just think of that. I reward my kids for taking care of their teeth at home by giving them gum and mints on the go that are good for their teeth. Visit SpryDental.com or ask for Spry by name at your local health food store. You can also ask your dentist about Spry. And make sure your mouth is receiving all the benefits of 100% xylitol products. At Vitamin Shop, Sprouts, Kroger, and most natural product retailers. Find a retailer near you at clear.com. Conscious Talk, where love is the answer, no matter the question. What if you could be your own healer? Well, you can unleash your natural healing abilities with the AIM program of Energetic Balancing. This exciting new spiritual technology has been featured in best-selling books like Natural Cures and in Dr. Wayne Dyer's There's a Spiritual Solution to Every Problem. The AIM program of Energetic Balancing allows you to heal yourself 24 hours a day from anywhere in the world. More than 60,000 people have experienced the AIM program of Energetic Balancing. The novel sanctuary, The Path to Consciousness, walks you through one's journey of self-healing with this spiritual technology. To learn more about energetic self-healing, you can order the Novel Sanctuary today by calling 877-500-3622 or request a free AIM information kit. Call 877-500-3622 or visit energeticmatrix.com. Unleash your natural self-healing abilities with the AIM program of Energetic Balancing. Would you like to have a better flow of money in your life? Or would you like more inspiration and creative ideas? How about having your body return to its natural healthy size and condition? Why not travel to the realm of the masters? You can do all of these while enjoying a relaxing, powerful, guided meditative journey designed and led by me, Krista Gibson, publisher of New Spirit Journal. Guided meditative journeys can be a very powerful and effective way to improve your life. While you relax for about 20 minutes, you're led through an adventure in consciousness where you use your imagination and feelings to experience a greater connection to the answers you seek. Sometimes you meet and hear from guides or angels while listening to waves, a stream, or rain and thunder. Available as immediate MP3 downloads to your computer, these journeys could be your next step. Visit anoasisforyoursoul.com. That's anoasisforyoursoul.com. Talk radio with a purpose. Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back. You are listening to Conscious Talk. And as always, I remind you, ConsciousTalk.net is the website. Every guest will have a guest page. So we know um, for you in our hometown of Seattle, this is drive time. You're, this is your morning. You're on the way to work. You found us on the dial. It's kind of a different discussion and uh, this is not your norm for commercial radio here in the States, but we love talking to people all over the world and love connecting you to them and how they think and, uh, you know, the wisdom that comes from their lives that they're willing to share. And today's no different. We're talking with Joseph Bickhart. He's the author of The Art of Decision-Making, How We Move from Indecision to Smart Choices, if you want to find out more about what he does, you can go to templaradvisors.com. And, of course, we always suggest click on the book on our site. It'll take you right to Amazon where you can purchase it. So, Joseph, um, is this a typical self-help book? I think one of some of our listeners may, may be thinking that. Is it? Yeah, we make a lot of bad decisions, let's face it. <laughs> so, you know, what is a self-help book? And and most people would, would expect a self-help, self-help book to give them answers and to give them almost a pre- prescriptive list of things to do, a sequence to follow. And if this is a self-help book, then my book isn't. Uh, my book is much more about asking readers the questions that will help them get to their own solutions because I, I really don't believe that there is a one-size-fits-all when it comes to indecision. And believe me, at the time when I found it difficult to make certain decisions, I've read every single self-help book I could find. And, <laughs> and ultimately, 
didn't get to the bottom of it. But, mm-hmm. but I think this, you know, this book questions you on what are the reasons why you procrastinate or, or you don't make decisions in general and, and where you get stuck. And, and the answer would be different for all of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, you know, procrastination is a huge uh, issue for all of us and especially anybody who's written a book. Uh, you know, you get to spend a lot of hours staring out the window. Um, but uh, so how would you approach procrastination? How would you beat that, so to speak? Mm-hmm. Well, there's something at the heart of procrastination. And I'm sorry to go into etymology. I know some of your um, auditors, our, our, our audience is, is driving at this moment. But really, the word procrastinator comes from the Latin crastinus, which means tomorrow. So procrastinate means I'm going to do tomorrow to take the decisions tomorrow I really should take today. And we think procrastination makes our life easier for that reason because we postpone a decision. But actually, when you think about it, it makes our life twice as difficult because we make not one but two decisions. The first decision is to postpone or not the decision we want to take today. And the second is that comes tomorrow. We need to make the decision anyway. So there is a myth behind the idea that procrastination is a way to make our life easier. It makes our, our life more difficult. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is, uh, yeah, sorry. No, go no, ahead. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, yeah. So you were asking, you know, how um, how do we uh, resolve that issue of procrastination? Well, again, it's everyone will find their own answer in the book. But just a few thoughts around that. One is that. Um, very often what stops us from deciding today is the fear of regretting our decision. And on that subject, there are two types of fears. Uh, scientists call them the fear of omission and the fear of commission. The fear of omission is the fear that uh, I, if I don't do something, I will regret it in the future. The fear of commission is the fear that if I do something today, I will regret it. Now, what this shows is that in the short term, we're much more afraid of fear of commission, regretting the things we've done. That's what really stops us today. But in the long term, the fears that really exist, the regrets that really exist are the regrets for omission, for the things we haven't done. So this is really interesting because it means that people don't decide today because they're afraid of making the, the wrong decision, when in fact, in the long term, the decisions we regret the most are the ones we didn't take. Yeah. Uh, It's interesting um, talking about fear. When you think of it, um, don't we make a lot of our, um, you know, really cognitive decisions out of fear? I mean, isn't that the larger percentage of the important decisions that we've made? We've made from those two areas of fear that you talk about. Particularly, Joseph, when it comes to our health. I mean, if you if you're here in the states and you you watch TV at all, every ad practically is an ad for another drug, and what they use is the fear of not obtaining this or the fear of going this way or this right. way with your health. So, f- it used to be that sex, sex sells <laughs> in the United States. It used to be every ad had sex in it. Now every ad is out of fear. <laughs> And um, yes, I mean, it's, you know, you, you look at all the research on the subject, Daniel Kahneman, um, you know, all the neuroscientists show that fear is a great way to, to sell, to persuade. There's a principle in the psychology of persuasion known as the principle of scarcity. So if mm-hmm. I feel that something will become rare uh, and that I might miss out, uh, I will buy it, I will get it, I will do anything to get it, which is why you see people rushing uh, to the shops uh, when there is a sale. Um, mm-hmm. What is it, Black Friday in America? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> and then they go home having spent thousands of dollars on things they would never have bought in the first place if they were not right. in the sale. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. right. I always love that. Honey, I saved money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I have something I won't ever use or wear. <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's... Uh, all our cupboards are full of these things. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. So let's talk for a moment about decisiology. Dis- decisiology, <laughs> uh, a term I'd not heard until I read your book. What does it mean? Uh, it's really, um, it's really coaching people to make better decisions. So it's really helping them identify 
the patterns in their behaviors where they get stuck. Because what okay. you tend to see is for, for everyone who has an issue with decisions, each person has, has their own pattern which repeats in time. Yeah. Uh, so it's helping them understand what that pattern is, number one, and then helping them get through, overcome this pattern in order to make the decisions that matter to them. And ultimately, the object of decisiology is to equip people with the approach to do that by themselves and to not use help or coaches or anyone like that, but to be able to make these decisions by themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so you're like the, you have two places that you can make a fortune in, and that is advising advertisers and advising all of us that watch those ads. <laughs> so, and how to make those decisions because, um, you know, we're, we're really admired in media. Uh, and that's all over the world. Uh, you, you know, mm. and we're so exposed to so much marketing. So, is it the mark? I mean, obviously, the goal of marketing is to make decisions for us, to a greater extent. And uh, for us, it's often just the easy way. It's like, well, everybody else has done this, so why shouldn't I? And and. You know, does a lot of this come into play when you're talking about the psychology of decision making? Yes, because the, the parallel between advertising and decision making is uh, advertising works at its best when it taps into the unconscious of people. Mm -hmm. So, for example, if you want to buy toothpaste, right? Um, you would never buy toothpaste if the advertisement was rational and told you about the ingredients and told you about the tests that have been done and told you. But people buy toothpaste because there's a bunch of good looking people and someone who looks like a scientist and is wearing a white coat, but typically is an actor, really, rather than a scientist mm -hmm. or a dentist. But there is the illusion of authority, something that um, Robert Cialdini, you know, has proven before me. And and um, and so. People tap into the unconscious. You said sex sells, absolutely, because you know the place of the of, of the psyche where sex is is activated is the unconscious, essentially. Mm -hmm. So the parallel with decision making is that, and that there's a beautiful text by Freud where he says, you know, for for all the everyday decisions, easy, you know, small matter decisions. We can just do a list of pros and cons, and it, would, it will get us through that decision. But for the decisions that really matter, you know, such as the choice of um, a mate, as he says, or a profession, and I quote Freud, he says, the decision should come from the unconscious, from somewhere within ourselves. And what he added was, in the important decisions of personal life, we should be governed by the deep inner needs of our nature. So that's the parallel between advertising and decision-making is, are we able to tap into the unconscious? Yeah. Yeah, wow. Yeah, and... And, and, and they do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> For the most part. Right. They do. Well, when we come back, and we're going to take a quick break here, Joseph, I want to ask you about intuition. Where does mm -hmm. that figure into our decision-making? Folks, we're here with Joseph Bickhart, the book is The Art of Decision Making, How We Move from Indecision to Smart Choices. You can learn about Joseph and his work by going to templaradvisors.com and we'll be right back. The preceding audio was via a Skype call. It's a new year and full of hope and enthusiasm for a new beginning. You're thinking about going back to the gym. Well, the problem is every year it's the same thing. Exercise gets harder because your muscles get tired faster than you remember. And then the next day, you're so sore, you can hardly move. Well, that's what Power PH with BioPH was designed to deal with. The active ingredient, BioPH, helps remove the acids your muscles form while exercising, giving you a better workout. Then you'll be amazed on how Power PH relieves soreness the next day, so you feel inspired to continue your exercise program into the year instead of giving up after a few attempts. Power PH was clinically tested by competitive athletes who found both their performance and recovery greatly enhanced. If Power PH with BioPH works for them, it will work for you too. Granted unique dietary ingredient status by the FDA. BioPH is the most bioavailable alkalizing ingredient 
we know of. Testing showed that in just five days, PowerPH reduced body acid 53% on average, while reducing inflammation and aiding in the uptake of beneficial nutrients. Discover the difference PowerPH can make in your life. For more information and to order, go to powersofph.com. That's powersofph.com. Discover the power of higher pH. Your body will thank you. When you buy health products, you can save up to 50% at vitaminlife.com, the world's largest selection of supplements, herbs, homeopathic, health and beauty products, and more. Choose from vitaminlife.com's 30,000 products from over 700 brands, including Solaray, Jaro Formulas, New Chapter, Country Life, Source Naturals, Nature's Way, Enzymatic Therapy, Now Foods, Doctor's Best, and Aubrey Organics. Go to vitaminlife.com and save up to 50% on supplements or call vitaminlife.com to order at 866-998-8855. Breathe deep. You're listening to Conscious Talk, where love is in the air. Everyone's raving about the newest botanical superstar hitting the store shelves nationwide. Hemp-derived cannabidiol, or CBD, has been receiving a lot of attention for its tremendous promise on human health. Plus, CBD Oil by CV Sciences is the trusted brand setting the standards in this newly emerging category of plant-based extracts, offering a variety of hemp-derived CBD oil products that you can count on. In order to make the highest quality CBD oil products available, it is important to manage every step of the supply chain process, from seed to shelf. That's why, from harvesting our EU-certified hemp seeds, to laboratory testing for quality and safety, to producing our exceptional line of products, we are committed to going the extra mile. It is our commitment to you. Join the CBD evolution. Ask your local natural health retailer about Plus CBD Oil products by CV Sciences today. Follow us on Facebook and learn more at pluscbdoil.com. There's great benefit to raising consciousness in your environment. You feel a higher sense of well-being, sleep and meditate more deeply, boost your natural healing ability, increase focus, concentration, and creativity. You can have these results in your living and working space with focused life force energy innovations. Experience focused life force energy for yourself in a free 15-day trial with no strings attached. To apply, go to ConsciousTalk.net and click on Conscious Partner at the top of the homepage. Rob and I are on this program and loving it. We feel more joy and happiness, a higher sense of well-being, and we're sleeping better. And we've also noticed our animals are more playful and energetic. Make your home a healing sanctuary or take the good feelings, high consciousness energy with you on your cell phone with the FLFE program. Don't forget to get your free trial today at ConsciousTalk.net in the Conscious Partners section. Going against the grain has never been this much fun. Alternative Talk, 1150. And we're back. You are listening to Conscious Talk, radio that makes a difference. Our website, ConsciousTalk.net. We always draw your attention to our events section because we have a lot of events, events unfolding and also to our Facebook page. I'm Brenda Michaels. And I'm Rob Spears, and our guest today is Joseph Bickhart. And we're talking about his book, The Art of Decision-Making, How We Move from Indecision to Smart Choices. So, um, Joseph, before we took our last break, I put the question forward to you. What about our intuition? Where mm-hmm. does that figure into um, decision-making, that innate knowing that we actually have we don't always get to it or pay attention to it because the mind overrides a lot of the things and begins to analyze. Mm. But what about the intuition? So intuition is the greatest help when it comes to decision making. If I have a strong intuition, then I'm much better equipped to make the decision with assurance. Uh, and intuition, the, the word intuition comes from, again, a, a, a root, which is very interesting. It's a, it's, it means spiritual perception. So it's almost something which comes from another world. Mm-hmm. And so be, behind this metaphysical reality, if this, is, if this is really what intuition is, what does it mean? And, you know, again, I mentioned Jung before. He, he was very interested in the spiritual. And, and for him, the, the psyche, which is best equipped to decide, 
is the psyche which unites all the elements of it. One of them is the shadow side. We all have a shadow side to our psyche. No one doesn't. There are, there are no absolute saints in the world, and even if there were saints, they would have a shadow. So I think intuition comes from a place of being at peace with who we are. Mm. When we deny ourselves, our true nature, it makes intuition much more difficult. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah, and and so the pursuit of... Um, you know, that we talk about a lot on the show, the pursuit of self (laughs) becomes really important. But look, um, I think that we have to discuss the pitfalls of uh, in decision making, because there seem to be numerous ones. Uh, What major pitfalls do we run across? So there's hundreds and hundreds of psychological biases which are involved when making decisions. Uh, For example, if I've done something the same way for decades, the next time I'm facing the same decision, I'm likely to act exactly the same way. Um, There's, you know, hundreds and hundreds of these biases. Uh, But I think, again, you know, the pitfalls are often driven by fear. And, and some of them have great allure. For example, perfectionism. Mm. You know, in interviews, it's very common for people to talk about perfectionism and, and as if it were actually a strength, you know. Perfectionism mm. is neurotic. Um, there is no such thing as perfection. So whenever we, we wait for a decision to ensure perfection, we're never going to make it. There's this beautiful uh, quote by uh, Freud's daughter, Hannah Freud. She said, in our dreams, our eggs are cooked to perfection, but we can't, have, we can't have them. We can't eat them. And I think that's the same thing with decisions. You know, we can, we can wait for them to reach perfection, but nothing will happen. And that's one of the greatest pit, pitfalls in, in decision making. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where the art comes from, I think. Uh, deciding, you know, when something is really uh, congruent with who you have decided you are. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. that's the art, to yeah. me, that's the artistic part. Uh, you know, yes. in, the, in, the, in the beginning of the show, Joseph, we talked about there are, Robin mentioned, there are no bad decisions because um, they may lead to consequences we don't want, but if we can learn from them, are there really no bad decisions? Um, you know, the... One of my favorite philosophers is called Spinoza. He lived in Amsterdam in the 17th century, mm-hmm. and he said exactly that. He said there are no right or wrong decisions. There are only decisions that are good for us or decisions that are bad for us. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a very, very fine distinction. Uh, the reason he said there are no right or wrong decisions is because he said the decisions you will make is the decision you were bound to make. It's the only decision you could make, and the evidence is, look, you made it. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, that's right. It's kind of a fatalistic approach. A yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's not just a pun. I mean, he, he, wasn't, a, he wasn't a great comic, Spinoza. Uh, right. but, but I think there is some great, great truth behind that. We are ultimately, there's no point, you know, spending years regretting a decision we made. We made it because everything led us to making the decision. Otherwise, we would have made another one. Yeah, right. yeah, it's something that we've been saying for years on the show, and Brenda and I, you know, really believe this: that everything is for us. That's mm-hmm. our phrase for it, and mm-hmm. um, and and so you get the importance of of that part of our decision making. Well, folks, hang on, we're going to run off to another break, but we have more with Joseph Bickhart coming up. He is the author of The Art of Decision Making. Preceding audio was via a Skype call. This holiday season, the turkey isn't the only thing that gets stuffed. (laughs) Everyone knows when we eat too much, gas and bloating are likely to follow. Even more trouble ensues when we combine too many rich foods high in fat and sugar. An antacid may bring a moment of relief, but there is a smarter idea. Dr. O'Hara's Probiotics. Taken daily, Dr. O'Hara's probiotics provide optimum digestive support with enough of the good probiotic bacteria to help us digest rich holiday foods. And for sudden upper digestive distress, 
chew a capsule or two. The enzymes and postbiotic metabolites only found in Dr. O'Hara's probiotics as a result of the three-year fermentation process will help you feel better and improve your overall digestive health. This holiday season, discover the Dr. O'Hara difference for yourself. You'll be glad you did. Get Dr. O'Hara's probiotics online as well as Vitamin Shop, Whole Foods, Sprouts, and natural health retailers nationwide today. You're listening to Conscious Talk, the mother of all balms. Now, don't you feel better? Do you know there is a silent killer living among us? High blood pressure. It affects nearly one in three Americans and is a primary risk factor for stroke and heart attack. The CDC estimates that almost 20% of those with high blood pressure don't even know they have it. That's not surprising since high blood pressure or hypertension is often symptomless. Research studies have shown that a daily dose of aged garlic extract can safely and effectively help to reduce blood pressure, as well as benefiting a number of other cardiovascular risk factors. And the most researched and highly respected aged garlic extract is all-natural Kyolic aged garlic extract. Odorless and organically grown, Kyolic aged garlic extract has been clinically tested to support blood pressure and cardiovascular health. So, along with getting your blood pressure checked regularly, get Kyolic Formula 109 for blood pressure and cardiovascular support today. Available at Vitamin Shop, Whole Foods, Sprouts, GNC, and fine health food stores everywhere. Working hard to put a smile on your face. Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back. Yes, you are listening to Conscious Talk. Hey, if you just tuned in, we've been talking with Joseph Bickhart. He is the author of The Art of Decision-Making, How We Move from Indecision to Smart Choices. Um, This is something that, uh, folks, maybe you haven't been thinking about a lot, but you make so many decisions every day, conscious, unconscious, actually thousands of them we learned from Joseph. But making smart decisions, what is, you know, good for you, uh, that's kind of what we're talking about here, and there is so much more to it than you thought. Yeah, and Joseph, I wanted to kind of hearken back to regret where we, we make decisions that we <clears throat> are afraid we will regret, and I, I believe I told you during the break that there's been a couple decisions I've made that I found myself there, and I went, whoa, what what the hell am I doing, and et cetera, et cetera, but those were probably the best decisions in some, on some level I've ever made because I learned so much. Um, and I, you were telling us a story about an, ex, an exam you took, and, and this was a similar experience for you. Why don't you share that with us? Yeah, sure. What I was telling you is that uh, um, there's no secret, I'm 50 years old now, and I, I like going back to university every so often to you know study something new. And the latest course I did... Um, there were seven exams to take, and I passed all of them by one, but one the first time. And the one I failed the first time is the one I've learned the most from, because through this failing it, I realized that, you know, what, what, what I could do better. And through the ones you pass, you don't realize what you can do better. You just think you're perfect, which is always a myth. Mm -hmm. So I I think there's no such thing really as success and failure. I think sometimes what we deem to be a failure is our greatest source of learning. Yeah, consequences are are, uh, great teachers often. I, I, I had an incident a few days ago. We've recently become much more involved with horses because we've moved to an area where we have all of our neighbors have lots of horses, and so we're involved on many levels. And we were helping out a neighbor the other day who was cleaning the hooves of a, of one, a very large and active horse, uh, who's a very emotional being, of course, the horse. Mm-hmm. And I was measuring something in the barn um, because I was going to help them out with a little construction in the barn. And... I had a, a uh, measuring tape up very high, and of course it bent and fell down and made a loud noise, and that was near the horse. And this horse, you know, it inst- instantaneously jumped up into the air and broke the leads that were holding it in the barn and, you know, kind of freaked out and could have really hurt somebody. I just felt terrible, um, but 
you know, I've been learning about horses and their sensitivity now for a couple of years, and this example, this big, this mistake I made, this decision I made to measure at a time when somebody was almost under a horse was a, not a good decision, but <laughs> fortunately nobody got hurt, and I learned a lot. I really got it now about how sensitive horses are as a prey animal because the owner of the horse said, you know, that tape reminds the horse of a snake. So that's where mm. that comes from. Mm -hmm. So I see. You know, well, I actually learned I learned lesson not something. to be in a barn with you. Yes. Yeah. And I've learned the same lesson. I, I will not accept an invitation to be in a barn with you when there's a horse involved. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a good decision, perhaps. Although now I've learned. Yes. So now I'm particularly careful. <laughs> you know, and I am. Here's another decision: making a decision to read a book about the art of decision making um, would was not something that I ever saw myself doing, but I was drawn to your book because of the art of decision making. I that word art really drew me. It's a really well written book, folks, and it's really an interesting read. It's not dry. It's not. It's really a good book. Um, but I feel. The art of decision making um, is more, the art of it is more about not whether we make the decision or not, but how we make the decision and how we respond to the decisions that we make. Does that, does that make sense to you? Yeah, very much so, very much so. And uh, you know, earlier, it's interesting, you were talking about regrets. And, and again, everyone fears regrets of making the, the wrong decision. We've all heard of things like FOMO, the fear of missing out, and all sorts of regrets of that nature. And when you think of what does regret mean, what does remorse mean, it's doubling the pain. Remorse mm. means being bitten twice. Regret means mourning twice, uh, mm. as if someone had died. Mm. And, and there, there's only one choice, is either we go backwards and we mourn twice and we get bitten twice, or we go forward, and that's the learning path. Yes. Yeah. Well, so, look, um, nobody uh, goes through the arduous procedure of writing a book without learning something. <laughs> so, in your examination of decision-making, has that affected your personal life? I mean, i got to assume you learned a lot about yourself. Are you a better decision-maker? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, aside from staying away from me and Barn, you know. <laughs> well, you see, what what's... I'm a better decision maker. I, I can say with great assurance that what I've learned from the book is that when I struggle with a decision today, I don't shy away from looking at what's underneath that struggle because that's that's where learning happens. Mm -hmm. And and the other thing I've learned, which is from one of your uh, uh, philosophers in America called Ruth Cheng, is that there are some really interesting decisions. It's the ones where we struggle because it's literally 50-50. It's despite, you know, maybe having read my book and having gone through all the analysis and, and you're still stuck, you still can't decide because it's literally 50-50. And what she says is these are, she calls them normative. These decisions are interesting because they are the decisions that make us. When we have to decide between A and B and it's literally 50-50, this is the kind of decisions that will shape me uh, and shape who I become. And, and, and so rather than being afraid of these decisions, embrace them, make them with courage. Um, and this is, yeah, I think this is the path of growth. Yeah, uh, one of the things, uh, indecision um, is something that a lot of people suffer from, obviously. Uh, I'm a great advocate of when you are stuck like that, just make a decision, any decision. And as you said earlier, uh, it's then what follows that counts and, yeah. and you know what you learn and and you may learn that okay that's a bad decision for me so now I can go back and make another one mm -hmm. but it aren't we just constantly in a chain of making decision after decision after decision our life is a series of decisions anyway mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, so so I think yes. The advice of when you when you're stuck because it's literally fifty fifty. Make the decision. If it's fifty fifty, it doesn't matter which one you make. But of course, right. that means that for, before you are in that position, you need to have considered all the options. You need to have con considered the potential consequences, so that it's still it 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 is an informed decision. 
Well, I'm not saying be reckless and and right. and right. you know use a, use dice to make your decision. That's not right. what I'm saying. Right. So I think to wrap it up, I guess I want to know: Are decisive people more successful? Uh, they're certainly better leaders. In that, uh, there was a survey done uh, on on leadership and asking people, what do you regard as key attributes of leadership? And the second one was decisiveness. So mm. are they more successful? They probably are as a result of that. Mm. Ah, yeah. So oh, what was the first one? <laughs> yeah. <That's> uh, the... <laughs> it was uh, confidence. Ah, Oh, okay. yes. Well, and that really would make sense, wouldn't it, Joseph, that decisive people are more confident in their decision-making and, and what they do with their decisions. Wouldn't that follow? Absolutely, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it, it's really, as Brenda said, an interesting book. It's a definitely a worthwhile book. Oh, yeah. It, you know, you're going to open your mind to some things that you haven't really thought about, and yet you're involved with on a day-to-day, moment-to-moment basis, and that's your decisions. Yeah, and I had, Joseph, I had a couple of, and more than a couple, aha moments reading your book little nuggets that I hadn't considered. I actually learned quite a bit reading it. It's a really well written. It's an easy read. Uh, you do share some personal stories in there, which is great as well. And uh, I really enjoyed it, actually. And folks, the book is The Art of Decision Making, How We Move from Indecision to Smart Choices by Joseph Bickart. If you want to learn more about Joseph and the work that he's doing in the world, which is really good work, you can go to TemplarAdvisors.com. That's TemplarAdvisors.com. And as always, we say if you want to, uh, on our site, you can click through directly to Amazon. And, you know, if you're in the U.K., that's uh, I would check out Watkins online. You know, yes. that's uh, you're going to get a lot less shipping probably. Who knows? So, Joseph, thank you so very much Thanks, for writing Brenda. the Thanks, book, uh, for doing the work you're doing in the world, for joining us today. I really appreciate it. And, folks, as always, we appreciate you tuning in. Have a beautiful day, and we'll see all of you next time right here on Conscious Talk. The preceding audio was via a Skype call. For most of us, the New Year's resolution to lose those extra pounds turns to frustration when the weight bounces back no matter how many calories you cut or how many protein meals you eat. The shocking truth is it's not your fault. Science discovered that the alkalizing mineral salts our bodies need are no longer found in our food due to our depleted soils, which causes acid buildup in the body and a condition called metabolic acidosis. When you are too acidic, fat forms to protect your body. Thus, your diet actually leads to that dreaded bounce back in weight. What you need is Power pH with BioPH, the most powerful alkalizing ingredient ever developed. The amazing effect of BioPH is that it buffers and removes the acid in your body that causes you to gain weight. Make your weight loss program work with clinically proven PowerPH. For more information and to order, go to powersofph.com. That's powersofph.com. Conscious Talk, the real meal deal. When you buy health products, you can save up to 50% at vitaminlife.com, the world's largest selection of supplements, herbs, homeopathic, health and beauty products, and more. Choose from vitaminlife.com's 30,000 products from over 700 brands, including Solaray, Jaro Formulas, New Chapter, Country Life, Source Naturals, Nature's Way, Enzymatic Therapy, Now Foods, Doctor's Best, and Aubrey Organics. Go to vitaminlife.com and save up to 50% on supplements or call vitaminlife.com to order at 866-998-8855.